everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of Journeys Adrift. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Roll20, for sponsoring these episodes. Everything you hear, we use Roll20 for our maps on our Twitch campaign. You can watch it when we go live. And we also have all the VODs up on our YouTube. So if you're ever interested in some of the visual elements and all the cool maps that Waffles makes on Incarnate, we use Roll20 as our VTT of choice. And I think it's pretty cool. But outside of that, I also wanted a quick reminder that if you are enjoying what you're listening to, just to remember that you can help us out by liking, reviewing, subscribing to the podcast, all of that stuff helps get the word out there. But another thing that gets the word out there is literally the words that you say to your friends. So spread the word, spread the love. We love you. And with that, let's get to this week's episode. Last time on Journeys Adrift, the party's teamwork fell to pieces. You guys watch as Tetsu like reaches out really quick to grab it while everyone's talking and Moat is able to like turn their body just enough that makes Tetsu like get fingertips on it but miss it. Yeah, Aizen would also step in between then. BDI is staring stop. straight at Tetsu. We do not have time. We need to go. No, we don't. So don't grab things. Let's go. All of us now. Aizen turned up the heat. Is it hot in here? Or is it Aizen? <laughs> Yes! <laughs> it, it is Aizen. He is on fire. Something strange showed up. Dr. Lin and Tetsu, you guys begin to feel something moving inside your backs. And one member found themselves in imminent danger. Give me a reflex saving throw. Ooh. Oh, good. Uh-oh. The building does collapse. Now, back to the party. And we're back. Oh my goodness, what's in my bag? What's in the box? <laughs> Nothing is in your bag. I don't know what Tetsu, you're talking about. Tetsu, it's your turn. Nothing happened. Uh, Tetsu is halfway to, like, Kool-Aid manning the door, or the wall, when he sees the fire and electricity explode out from what Aizen did, and decides that's probably a terrible idea for him right now. <laughs> Tetsu, you don't look so good. Take it easy. He starts looking at the panel and seeing everybody, like, focused on that. Starts looking back at the wounded person that he found. Then feels his bag move. That shouldn't move. And he kind of looks in his arm, gives a shake. Nope. The the little buddy's still in there, so that's not it. He turns to open his bag and... Sees nothing. Nothing at all. No, I'm just kidding. You, I'm kind of kidding, I guess. You go to look in your bag and you swear you see, like, this little figure kind of moving around under some of your stuff it's like buried under stuff and then you watch your stuff shift and just like fall back into place as if nothing's there anymore you like scrounge you like shake it around there's nothing there he just kind of looks in and just goes hello right hello just starts trying to talk to what's inside you don't hear anything and you don't feel any movement uh, does everything look the same yeah i still don't know what glitching the matrix does <laughs> Yeah, I feel I have even less of an idea. Yeah, (laughs) if only uh, we didn't roll all below ten, we would have figured it out. Yeah, Tetsu's just currently looking inside that as he slowly lowers the bag and turns towards the down person to help uh, Doctor Lin. As you like lift your head out of the bag and turn towards the down person, you feel your bag move again. Immediately (laughs) look back in. What the? Okay, you look. You like look back in and you see like this quite fuzzy but rather small tail like flickering up. Ah, it is the foxes. I, I grab it. I grab it. <laughs> the tail. 
you hear <laughs> It's okay. It it is okay. I what are you doing? Where did you go? It like it looks up at you like super scared. It looks like a deer in headlights like look and then tries to bury oh. itself again and then disappears. What? <laughs> what is it actually one of the foxes? Yeah, it looks like one of the Finnick foxes from the Silver Drake. I was right! Tetsu goes, I, I am sorry. It disappeared from your hand? Wait. Yeah. Did you feel it, like, slip out, or did it just suddenly not holding something? No, like, if he was, if he was like, holding tight, his fist made a fist, for lack of a better word. Yeah, it wasn't, like, crushing it. No, but, but like, it, we'll, we'll say, like, it was kind of, like, buried under some stuff still, and, like, Tetsu grabbed its tail, was, like, looking at it. It still had something on its head, and then when it disappeared, that thing fell back into place. Okay, yeah, Tetsu will They're look away foxes. again to just kind of let it reappear, thinking if he's not looking, that's when it comes. Okay, yeah, when you don't, when you don't look again, it reappears. <laughs> he's, he's going to tentatively reach his hand in to just pet it gently. Not look, just pet it gently, and say, you can stay, and shuts his back. <laughs> <laughs> when you pet it, it bites onto you, but it's like a gentle bite. It's not like a I want to kill you bite, it's like a nom. You take one point of damage. <laughs> you take one point of damage and you're unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. I'm just Gently kidding. just like shuts it but leaves enough room for air because he's not sure how this works. And just puts his back back on and looks sheepishly back around as he heads towards the wounded person. I will for flavor's sake say that that wasn't an action or anything and you can do whatever you want with the wounded person. Okay, I'm going to just go over and start fully unburying them and making sure if there's any weapons, I kind of push them aside and stuff like that. Okay. I need another athletics check. Not good. Six. Alright, you're able to get a small, a uh, couple of pieces of rubble off enough to, like, reveal this thing's face. It is very clearly an android, and you kind of reveal its face. It's got the blue hair. It is a female android, and you see, like, one of the eyes open to you, and she's like, I, please, take my memory core. Make sure they don't get it. And to you, you know that that means that this android thinks that they are about to die very soon. Do I think they're... Can I make a free, like... Do I think they're about to die? Give me a medicine check. Eight. Now I roll mm. shitty. Based on their voice, they're about to die. Very reluctantly, Tetsu is going to grab the memory core. All right, I'm going to need a computer's check. Can I see what he's... I should say, as an android, you also know, like... So, one... It's relatively normal for androids to, like, switch bodies. Like, every five to ten years, they just switch out. Two, it's, like, expert-level stuff to remove something's memory core if it's not dead and not corrupted. I'm a pro. Okay. <laughs> also, you? Jim, you should have given me that hero point. <laughs> Can I see what he's doing here? Like, about to rip out an android's data core, and do I know what that means? Uh, you were moving back. Give me a perception check. Does Tetsu know as an and? Oh my! Oh my God! Why are you rolling everything perfect? I hate you. I do want to ask. You talked about removing this memory chip while they're still alive slash like on. So, is this the type of thing that he would know would be better to wait for them to die and then do? (laughs) (laughs) I did say that. I yeah. I will say that he also knows that if they die, the memory's erased. Okay. Like it's. If for for the purposes of androids, like be wanting to become more humanized and stuff in the Starfinder like world, when they die, they die. But you you are able to switch bodies like every five to ten years if you get someone to remove your memory core and transplant it. Yeah, if you actively do it, not after the fact. Yeah, and Tetsu to Tetsu losing those memories and everything 
Not good. So he's going to try to save it. Uh, did Len have something? Yeah, Dr. Lin, I'm going to say, make me a life science check as well. Yeah, I, I want to know if I think it's possible that I can save them. But I don't have a good track record with these android things. 27. Oh, you shot really? one in the Goodness neck gracious. and murdered them. Dr. Lin hasn't rolled under a natural 17. Man, this is easy. Len is just on point today. So natural 20, perception, natural 17, life science. I will say you definitely see what he's doing. You see that there is somebody under there. You can't tell at first that they're an android. You just think they're a humanoid. And then you see Tetsu, like, move an exact piece of rubble to get to the back of their head. And, like, you see Tetsu, like, three fingers, like, getting ready to prong, pull something out of the back of this thing's head. And you, like... You've been around enough androids, and you've, you've probably, as like as a medical doctor, at least sat in and watched someone else change memory cores, uh, and you get exactly what's happening. Do I think there's a chance this android could be stabilized, or do I agree with Tetsu that they are just screwed? You can't tell from where you are. Ooh. Don't do this to me, Lane. Wait, didn't he go? He uh, went up there. Yeah, he's moving closer. Yeah, it's not he's my not, turn. He's not like face this down, is... and it's not, it's not his turn. I'm just giving okay, him a okay, chance okay. To, like on his way there. Uh, Tetsu, hold on. Before you do anything rash. It's his turn next, as a heads up. Tetsu is going to hold his action to remove the core. Like, I plan to do it once Dr. Lin makes a quick assessment. Okay. I will allow that. Dr. Lin, your turn. I walk up and shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Every time. The XP is mine. <laughs> All right. I, yeah, I walk up and try to give them an examination. Okay, give me a medicine check. <laughs> he never said he was kidding. Examination. He said he was shooting them. I'm sorry, you can't take this back. Na- natural 30 incoming. A 28. Jesus. Oh oh Another is natural 17. Okay, this last three rolls, 28, 27, 28. Dr. Lin. <laughs> yeah. We're level one. 2017, 17. We're level yeah. one? We're level Just one. Just an easy game. Too, I'm too good for this. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> You're Goodbye. looking over them, Dr. Lin. You, with that very high medicine check, you think they probably have 15 to 30 seconds to live. Like, they're, they're being crushed under this rubble, and even if you got them out from under the rubble, they need to be saved. But if they were out from under the rubble and saved, they could live. And as a reminder, your bag also moved. Your bag also did move. Did I see what Tetsu was doing with his bag? Yeah, you saw for, like, approximately five seconds, like, Tetsu reached into his bag, like, looked into his bag, looked back. Looked back in his bag, reached, spoke something, like his lips moved, and then, like, turned away from his bag. Okay, Len doesn't have the emotional capacity to deal with that right now, so he's going to ignore <laughs> it for the time being. Or ever. Okay. You continue to feel your bag move. It appears to be getting aggressive. <laughs> Do I see the bag moving? Yeah. Okay. Uh, if we get them out, I think there's a chance they could be, like, stabilized without ripping their data core out, or... Yeah, for sure. Tatsu, let's... If we get them out from under the rubble, we might be able to help them. Wait on pulling the data core. We can do that later. We do not have much time. I agree with that, so let's get this giant rock off of them. That's preliminary. Me from the background. We don't have a lot of time in general. Just saying. Okay. This is more important. <laughs> oh my god, this thing is attaching itself to the panel. Len begins <laughs> weakly trying to push the rock off. <laughs> can Tetsu use his medicine instead to rock? Uh, no. You already tried to rock lift this time. Oh, you got, right. like, yeah, a, yeah. Pe- a piece of it off. The fist. Yeah. I'll hold, I guess. Should I roll an athletics check in that case? Oh, yeah. Are you yeah, trying to get the... Yeah. You're trying to get the rocks off of it? With your yeah, weak little roll tentacles? another natural 17. <laughs> a natural 20? Oh, I my fucking yes, <laughs> Boom. 
Look, Carrick, if That's you keep asking for it, it's going to keep happening. I hate Carrick him so said. much. <laughs> Barso, you're going to make the shit out of whatever higher levels you get to here. Yes. Yeah. This yes. patient isn't surviving. What the fuck is this? <laughs> the one role You're going to do so well up until having to save this patient. Yeah, exactly, Man, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're able to throw some of the major large pieces off. Like you reach down, get some of your legs under there too, like four tentacles. <laughs> This huge piece of the top, like a top of a desk, you just flip off of this girl. She is, for all intents and purposes, uncovered now and able to be accessed. I like to imagine that it wasn't actually that hard to uncover them from the ant from the <laughs> rubble. It's just Tetsu was so like beaten and tired that he's just like, huh, I can't. Yeah. To be fair, he's almost dead himself, yeah, right? So yeah. he's just like, yeah, it's canon now. <laughs> yeah, he d- he does have one HP, so it's true. Someone should look into that. If only there was a doctor. <laughs> I'm not level two yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With that, because I kind of skipped over it, I'm going to say that the, before Aizen's turn, Moat having brought the AI dies. up, that was, that was Moat's entire turn. The AI, little like cord tentacles detached from the mask, began to attach an almost like triangle formation around the screen and the wall. Everyone kind of like flinches, braces, expects the wall to explode and nothing happens and you begin to watch the circuits on the black box just dance much quicker than it was when it was dying you're not sure if it's charging if it's downloading if it's uploading you have no some kind of activities going on currently what's nanal doing in all of this yeah eyes and turns in her pockets yeah she she's kind of sitting around like helping you all and then when she realizes that there's someone still buried under there she's there like speaking talking like let's try to say like basically she's kind of a background cheerleader currently like dr lynn's like oh i think we can save her she's like okay then let's save her don't pull her data core like she's you're, just you're blocking the patient yes, manning. <laughs> I, yeah. I yes, man. already was told this i know i'm not pulling it <laughs> yeah but don't pull it you know, we really need to plug in the i AI. pull it <laughs> i uh i jump again and accidentally shoot Okay, Aizen. Aizen getting a sense of this place and knowing that theoretically there shouldn't be anyone around because, like, the the thing already happened, right? So I am just, like, staying vigilant, like, bat- Batman-level vigilant. And then while I'm doing that, I'm going to just hand the microphone receiver that I still have from the... that I never dropped because I always had a free hand. Oh, yeah. Right. And, I, and I'm just going to pull it out of my pocket uh, and hand it to Moat and say, do you think you could amplify this? Uh, Nanal still has the microphone attached, and I want to make sure she doesn't do anything s- suspicious when she leaves her eye line. He says, with Nanal there, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Moat. Oh, he just shrugs. Yeah. Um, Moat, unable to speak and holding the AI, shrugs. I didn't know if I wanted to like wait until it turned. Uh, Moat will um, take it a little apprehensively and look at it and just kind of pulls their bag off of uh, their back to pull out a, uh, begin pulling something out. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do I need to roll to stay on guard as my actual action, sorry? If uh, just give me a perception check. Ah, uh, I should have taken the per- profession bodyguard, it would have been better. <laughs> Four. Wow. Uh, boo. While you're looking around, your mind is very focused on this microphone and then all kind of like glancing between them. Mm-hmm. Zeha. I step up, uh, excuse me, Aizen. And she kind of like steps in front of you and looks down towards the AI and like looking over what it's doing here. Um, AI, are you still active? Can you tell us what's going on? 
and I would like to combine this with a computer's check to check everything that's going on right now. Sure, give me the computer's check as you hear. Yes, I am getting the power I need. I heard the ship is out of our time zone currently. Time zone? I, okay, you're, you're charging. You can hold your charge for long enough to get to, get to the ship, to our ship. Are you interfacing? Yes, approximately one hour. Perfect. And I'm going to see if it's also like downloading anything or just what exactly I can determine is going on with a 22. Okay. Yeah. You actually think that the you're like looking at it and hard to tell, but the AI would have access to any information that's in there. But based on what the AI said in your computer's check and how quick it's happening, you think the AI is literally just sucking some power. Okay. Looking towards Aizen and Moat, I lower my voice and I say, can you download whatever archives there are here so we can know what happened? That will take more time, but yes. As long as you're still charged, it shouldn't affect your time when you, we take you off, right? No, approximately five minutes. Okay. We do have other concerns. Yes, we'll, we'll do, just do it. And then I'll talk to like to Moat and Aizen. I'll just say like, look, we'll... Heal that patient, and meanwhile, we can get information. And what happens when the Farron eventually shows up, or whoever blew this place up? Wipe the data after you've downloaded it. I say to the AI. <laughs> you see it blink like a harsh red color. Oh. You get the hmm. sense that, that that's like a that's like a yes. Okay. <laughs> that's a very scary yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Stop telling me what to do. <laughs> Eisen like Eisen through all this has been very hard to read. And he's just kind of been doing, like, he's very much still in mission mode. No, no, we're, we're uh, figuring this out. <clears throat> For sure. Uh, something weird is going on here. There's other traps, without a doubt. I don't even have to know they're there to know they're there. Of course. It's just a question of when they'll explode. No, but five minutes we can manage. We have to get this android up and running again, and then we need to go. Actually, that's a good idea. Can you, we need a route back. We can't probably use a car that easily. Why not? The Farron is in control of at least part of the area. We at least need to get safely out of this zone before we call a car. I didn't even think about that. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Zaya hears in her, in her mind uh, Moat's voice saying, uh, see if we can find a transport somewhere nearby. Think you can look that up for a little bit? Uh, with what? Comm unit, something, uh, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. yeah, no, duh, I'm connected with my comm unit. I, uh, here's my comm unit, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jeez. I was like, uh, yeah, your, there's no computer here. And then I was like, oh, duh, I have a walking, talking computer with me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll be what I do. I'm going to keep us in a relative turn order. We're not going to just sit here and go like, oh, Tetsu, Dr. Lin. Just kind of tell me what your plan is for the next minute or two. Because I feel like everything that's been super time sensitive has been taken care of now. Okay. Uh, Moat is going to um, just kind of observe the. Uh, AI doing its thing at the same time or more focused though is being put on Eisen's request to muck with the uh microphone and Moat will try to uh run a computer's check to signal boost. I'm gonna interrupt that actually, if you guys don't mind, and I'm just gonna be like, look, that she can take the microphone off of at any moment. Now is not the time she's with us. Moat, you might want to check your mask. It's yours now. You could see if it comes back for you 
if it's still online. Oh, oh, it ha- uh, the AI has um, disconnected. Yeah, disconnected it, from the mask entirely. It detached when it attached to the computer. Mentor. Okay, and then, I, I, I kind of misread that. I was going for an extra uh, for sure thing in my bag. And then Aizen, maybe you can keep an eye out front to see if anybody's coming, and we need to go. I can. We should also look around here to see if there's anything more useful. Uh, I have a pretty good understanding of the blast. I might be able to find a safe or something. I think this is the most protected unit here, but do that if you need. Somebody needs to keep an eye out, though. Mm-hmm. If you want me to look up the transport, I can't. And I have shitty perception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I also have shitty perception. Okay. Right. So, it's kind of... Then I'll just call out, like, all right, we're getting... I'll let everybody know. Like, we're getting this... They're charged. We have an hour. We need to go. Can somebody keep an eye on the Farron as you guys deal with the android? Tetsu looks up from the bloodied android. No, I am busy. Keep applying pressure. <laughs> I am trying. Okay, well. No, honestly, I'm a little bit too nervous. I will be keeping an eye out. Yeah. We, okay. we can figure out a route later. It yeah. should only take like a second. It's not a problem. For sure. Dr. Ling, give me a medicine check real quick. All right, can Tetsu be helping can I you? Aid? Or... Sure. Yeah. 19. Ooh. It's a successful Wait, aid. A natural 20? Yeah. Does that <laughs> natural oh, 20. What? Oh my god. A 31? What are you doing? I'm I am so log out with you, I can't yeah. even express it. Uh, okay. The doctor is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Like, Roll 20 has like deemed this. you worthy. <laughs> Next patient. If you were rolling these with natural dice, I would ask you to roll on roll 20. Right. But you're rolling on roll 20. So. <laughs> That's the upsetting part. Roll 20 has absolutely sponsored Varso. Oh, did we not mention um, because roll 20 sponsors us, we can pick one person to just get all nat 20s whenever we want. <laughs> yes. What's the secret uh. feature? No. <laughs> I'm so angry at you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Very, quite easy, Dr. Lynn. You're able to patch this android up stabilize them and get them to the point where she like she's not going to go run a marathon but she's not in danger like we'll say it takes you 12 to 18 seconds but like even even with the natural 20 but like she's not in danger of dying and she can like sit up and speak and she's cognizant and everything so she looks about as good as tetsu basically honestly yeah she looks about as good as tetsu excellent thank you tetsu and nainal are you familiar with her no i do not know her uh but She's clearly part of the Starfinder Exciting. Uh, what what happened here? And you see the android kind of look up and she says, well, we we were attacked. She kind of like questions herself and shakes her head. No, we I think about. Uh, yes, my memory's coming back to me. Uh, about five hours ago, we received a distress signal from Arcanon, uh, the, the moon, and it got cut off in the middle. Uh, I can play it back if you wish. Yes, please. Y- yes, that would be appreciated. Okay, and you see her like reach up like a like two fingers to her temple, and then you guys kind of hear this audibly. This is Yalion twenty two thirty five from Arcanon. My situation has become compromised. Requesting, and then you hear it just cut out, and she kind of speaks up again. He's a scientist that we have working kind of on contract for the Starfinder Society uh, based on just a, a project that we have. And we sent, like, immediately, we sent a crew of three out there, uh, but we lost contact with them so quickly. I'm, maybe they got off the planet, but they definitely didn't make it to Arkanen. And uh, then we tried to contact them, and something exploded in here from the back wall. I think maybe our own defenses. Uh, everyone else fleed to Absalom Station as in protocol and i was 
I assume, buried and unconscious, and they didn't find me. What is the scientist's name? I don't think Tetsu would have asked that, because the scientist's name is Yalion2235. 22-35. Oh, I didn't yeah. hear it. Okay. Yeah. The recording was like, this is Yalion2235. Just for the record, mm-hmm. I wrote that I wrote that as yeah, yeah Leon. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's kind of what I heard. Like, it didn't sound like I, a name. No, it's, yeah. it's I have it written as Y'all Eon. Y'all Lion. Yeah. No, I like Y'all my spelling. Lion, okay. <laughs> 2235. Position yep. has been compromised uh, every, on Arcanin. Yeah, my situation has been compromised. Requesting. Okay. I see. Uh, everyone give me a life science check real quick. A what check? Life science. Uh, that's a 10. By the way, I did roll a 19 perception uh, for keeping an eye out. A, fi- a 15. Okay. Surprisingly good, 19. He rolled a 5 and got a 15. I literally... Just so angry. What is with his modifiers? 17. Uh, modifiers oh, are interesting. I have a, like, a feed that boosted like, life science and medicine. Yeah, I mean, my yeah. culture is 10, so it's not... He's a doctor. 11. Okay. I will say, Aizen, Moat, and Dr. Lin, you guys know that usually numbers being attached to names kind of hints towards the fact that this may be a contemplative. Contemplative? Oh, no, man. No. A race, and I won't give you too much until you do culture checks, but you guys know at least the looks of the race. That is a race that is a very large brain that has kind of escaped the body, they adapted to grow their brains enough to escape their body, so their brains are so big that they float on psychic powers and drag like a husk of a body along. Oh, gross. Don't we all wish that we could do that? Why did you put uh, one of the, those in this game? Me, sir, yep, does not yeah. want to make this check, but Zeha would. Can I make a culture check? Sure. Oh, a 28. Uh, oh. Moe would like to make one as well. Okay, do it for me. 28. Seven. <laughs> I guess I'll make one just because, like, Aizen's somewhat well-learned. Tetsu's sitting off, like, to the side on a pile of rubble with his hand just in his backpack, not looking at it, petting the fox. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I will say, Zeha, you're the only one that really knows about these people, minus what they look like. They were beings of extreme intelligence upon Akiton. They were able to unlock, like, exceptional psychic powers, and literally like deliberately evolved their brains like this was on purpose to what they look (laughs) like now so now they float using their own telekinesis and the weird piece that you know with your role of a 28 is that they they date to pre-gap neat i should say this for like the history of the world the gap itself like people know what was before like the world of Galarian, like all that stuff. Like people, obviously Galarian's missing is the big thing. So people know that Galarian existed before. So these people existed pre-gap. It's like humans and elves and that kind of stuff. Weird. Okay. I just make a mental note as I keep an eye out. <laughs> For sure. But she is continuing on. And she's like, oh, yeah, we, we sent a crew. They, they couldn't have made it far at all. And then, we attempted to call them, and almost immediately, uh, this, she kind of points around, happened. All right, well, clearly, and I just kind of call back to everybody, this was some premeditated attack, so we need to get out of here as soon as possible. Ma'am, do you have a, do you have a route out of here? Do you have transportation up to Upwell? I do not know if this was an attack. I, 
I don't have any transportation. No. Uh, we would have been established on Upwell as well. Okay. Is the AI done charging? Can we go? We'll say about two minutes has passed for now, so like, yeah, the AI could be done charging. And it downloading. said five if you want that info. If, if, it's done, info, yeah. if, if it needs to download, you probably got about two more minutes left. Okay, yeah, I will. Yeah, let's I, wait. I did tell it to. Okay. In the meantime, Moat wants to have been checking up on their mask and make, trying to make sure that things work. It might be in a little bit of low power, but uh, if it works, then fantastic. Uh, so checking on the health of the system is what Moat wants to do first. Yeah, give me a computers or engineering check. Uh, and actually, with that Android up, Tetsu's going to go outside. A 13, just goodness. With a 13, there does seem to be, like, some slight things wrong with it, but you're chalking it up to not enough power to, like, actually run itself. It's like a computer with, like, overused RAM kind of thing. Like, it just can't, pr- it can't perform all of its abilities currently. Gotcha. Battery, though. In that case, Moat will um, spend the rest of their time going through the uh, spare mobile comm unit that they have and try to look up any information they can find about Rose Light shipment schedules to... Uh, Upwell. 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 You know, the only reason I remembered it, because I was like, it's above, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> well. It's up. Yeah. It's well. Well. Uh... <laughs> uh, so um, Moat will try to look up any information about uh, deliveries Escape or route. expect. <laughs> areas that they might be able to go to to secure some sort of transport for sure nearby I'll, yeah i'll say with the remaining two minutes it's easy enough for you to find out that there's there's a delivery station nearby and they seem busy enough by their schedule that like probably every two to five minutes you could get something cool uh Mo will then put on their mask and attempt to communicate that to the rest of the people okay does it, your voice like glitches slightly <laughs> Is it is it a little bit glitchy? <laughs> I would say like every like seventh, eighth word like cuts in and out kind of, but that's it. All right, guys, I think we might be able to get to this <laughs> delivery station. It's a little far away. Oh, I um. All right, if Tetsu is replacing me, like I was looking around, and then all this is happening, Tetsu kind of replacing me as the lookout. I'm gonna go back to where the AI is and and moat and. While it's finishing up, I'm just going to kind of like look down at Moat and just say, are you, are you all right? That'll be fine. The mask is a little fuzzy at the moment. Well, yeah, we're, we're chill. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it charged up and you'll be, you'll be fine. Thanks. Of course. And I like go to pat your shoulder, but then I don't. There's, there's like half of the face is showing and like half of the eyebrow raises with uh, this, and then it just kind of goes back to whatever the neutral is. Look, I just, I know that was hard on you. You sacrificed your mask to keep the AI going, and thank you. <laughs> just raises the eyebrow again. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'll go back to the AI, and then since you don't need the mask anymore, um, I'll take it, if that's cool, when it's done. You mean the AI? Yeah, mm-hmm. the box. Oh, the box, yeah, okay. Yeah. You no, said, take, I thought you said mask, No, not yeah, box. I'll take your yeah, mask. I'll be like, you pick right, up thanks, my- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, anything anyone else is doing this time, obviously, Ninal and this android who tells you her name is Esni is there. Oh. So, using my bright light, 
that's a five foot around me and my like pretty good engineering role I had before. I'm looking for the area that seems to have taken the least amount of damage or that shouldn't like that seemed to have taken better like care of itself than it should have in the explosion looking for like a safe or an armory like a place like this must have had some sort of defenses and I don't know what's going to come at us. I want to be armed to the teeth for when something goes down. Free equipment. Tetsu's outside looking. Using your engineering check, you'll get a plus four. Give me a perception check. Don't fuck it up. Don't How about a zero? Wow. <laughs> How about a zero? And unfortunately, yes. I don't have a hero point to reroll it, so no. Quick hero Ooh. point. Ah. <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah. I mean, you rolled a four, but you're kind of looking around. The only place that didn't take damage that should have is really the painting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case. Can I can I flavor this as I was actually I was supposed to be looking around and I tried to but my attention kept getting drawn to what Dr. Len was doing for sure. narrative reasons. Yeah. And Ew. speaking of that, can I be uh, looking in my bag to, you know, get the <laughs> thing out? I guess I just open it up and like look in. Very similar to Tetsu, the first time you open it up, look in. There's nothing there. You watch like six of your items like just fall. Like they were holding in space and then they fall. Well, I, I take everything like out of it that I can first, then I close it. Wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Dr. Len doesn't see technically with eyes. Does that matter? I do have blind sense. Okay. With your blind sense, you still don't think anything's there. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. If I take everything out, then close the bag, does stuff start moving again? Uh, yeah, you feel like your whole bag moving. It's just like flopping. <laughs> I open the bag, but don't look in it yet, and just, like, kind of hold it away from me. Okay. Still, still, like, now that everything's out of it, it should be a pure light bag, but you still feel, like, this, like, half a pound weight in it. I Does turn Tetsu it upside down. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh no. Yeah, Tetsu sees it. You turn it upside down, and I'll say, like, you watch this phoenix fox begin to fall out. Tetsu dives. <laughs> it, yeah, Tetsu dives. It gets about a foot from the ground, and then disappears. Tetsu, did you also have one of those? One of, yes. One of those? Yes. Okay. Is it still I, I in your bag? I don't know where it came from. Yes. Do you want me to hold your bag? No, I don't want you to. He starts like putting stuff back in. I don't want you to hold my bag. I... Oh. Does this not concern you? Glitch no. the matrix. <laughs> when, when he closes the bag, no, does he feel it I move again? Both. Does it just re-enter his bag? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Tet Tet Tetsu's hand slowly reaches out for the bag. Would you like to hold the bag? Are you going to dump it again? <laughs> I had to see what would he happen. He takes the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, doesn't do we like just, this, so let him get do we it. just have pocket foxes? Like <laughs> yes, pocket, pocket foxes. foxes. Everybody, I will say everybody that saw it begin to fall out. Give me a life science check real quick. Tetsu I was definitely looking 17. with my natural one. Three. Sucks. Uh, six and a three. We know where all eyes are going tonight. Oh, Dr. Light, yeah, too. Apparently. Oh, yes, I, I assumed you meant everyone else for some reason. Oh, 16. I can do one too, right? Yeah, yeah everyone that was watching, like, Dr. Light dumped it out. So ba basically, anyone that would have seen this thing. Yeah, 16. Okay. 17, 16, 16. So Zeha, Dr. Lin, and Tetsu. You guys know these things are called squawkses? <laughs> S Q U O X E S. Phoenix foxes. They're basically a fox and a squirrel. Oh, oh, adorable. They usually have kind of red, orange, grayish, white, brown type of fur all kind it's of mixed the throughout colors. them. <laughs> well, it's like mixed all throughout them, like uh, calico type almost. 
These are, for you three, I will say, these are very specifically smaller than normal ones, which lead you to believe that they are, like, bought and trained as pets kind of things. Uh, Not even babies. Like, these are very purposely pets. Like, they're not wild squawks. They're mini-bred. On top of that, none of you have any idea why they could disappear ever. Like, it's not a squawks thing. Oh. So they're genetically modified squawks. You don't know that. Who knows? They're glitz squawks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one in Dr. Lin's bag has a name tag that says Jim. Oh. 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 <laughs> Stream sniper. Oh, I start beating my bag. <laughs> I, I, I squished the bag accidentally. No. Wait, it has a name tag yeah. that says Jim on it, but we will never see that name tag, so we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, we saw it true. briefly as it fell out. Yeah, yeah, the flash. Tetsu's going to take the bag from him, and holding both bags, like, carefully, he's walking outside to just start scanning the sidewalk, occasionally, like, sticking a hand in the bag to pet one of the foxes, and just keep him calm. Okay. Yeah, it works. If you're not looking in, you begin to pet them, it works. Yeah. <laughs> they are very soft. They're probably, like, the softest thing you've ever felt. Like those super, uh, like those super fluffy throw blankets kind of thing. Alpaca. Right, so we oh, they're like chinchillas. Yeah, Make they're like chinchilla alpaca soft. Amazing. Uh, do you want a perception roll or no? Oh, oh yeah, you're, you're like watching out. Yeah, I'm just idly petting them as I'm looking around outside. Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. Ooh. Uh, 23. It's my one good okay. skill that Lan doesn't take. You are looking around, and you still don't see anybody coming currently. Alright, I, I think at this point, then. if everybody's okay with it, unless somebody has something to do, let's just go. Yeah. Like, we Lola help out everybody to the, um, delivery station. You're looking for, like, docks, or space docks? Yeah, he found them, and he's just, I think he's gonna lead you guys, or they're gonna lead you guys there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, easy enough. You guys, on foot, it was about three minutes away, so if you really want to try to get a car, it'd probably take longer, even. <laughs> uh, so, like, on, on foot, you go in there, you have the AI system who says that they captured every, like, all of the data that you could have wanted from that Starfinder sighting from the Dreamers Lodge that everything I had access to. Uh, you make it to this storage place where a bunch of just androids and Yosokis are kind of talking back and forth. They're loading up things. You see it's literally, like, clockwork like every two minutes there's a transport leaving and you assume most if not all of them to upwell okay does it look like something we can just get on like as like a public service thing or is it like we have to talk to somebody you you We're have to pay. On it's, de- it's, de- it's like not legal like to ride with cargo kind of thing but they all take the yeah, extra yeah. credits uh and I, I will say as y'all walk up and then i'll kind of like actually we skipped over a lot of this so i'll say you guys make sure esney's okay She's going to stay there. She's going to make sure, like, everything is oh, fine okay. with, the, with the place. Mm-hmm. Tetsu's uh, going to try to and have her come with. You want to try to have her come with? I would warn her that something went down on at the Silver Drake, and they are going to be looking for things. Yeah, they weren't the only one who were attacked, so this is okay. it'd be dangerous. Place. I'll say, upon that, you guys might have to spend an extra two or three minutes to help her, like, destroy some final, like, computers, and she enters a code on the back wall basically looks like she's erasing a bunch of stuff the ai should have <laughs> removed a lot of. as well do you tell her that no <laughs> okay yeah. she's entering the code on the back wall yeah it's skipping forward again so i can wait but at some point when they're like all 
get the transport or whatever, I have the AI like tucked away. So that is obviously not in plain sight. Um, All that good stuff. I will kind of like be with my back to everybody, like keeping an eye out. If I can have some space, I do want to tell the AI to not share the information that it found with Ninal if she requests anything until we have had a chance to go through it and to also stay quiet until we're on the ship. <laughs> I do not mouth. like being disrespected like this. I do not know who Ninal is, but I can code you as my only access user, if you wish. Would I be able to add users later on? Yes. Then yes, please. <laughs> okay. Mm, you are now suck. the only one that has access to me. <laughs> Alright, let's kill her. You no, it's, sa- it's safety. It's safety because of the f- the Farron that's coming after us. So, now yeah, ain't nobody sus. can use this. Little sussy. <laughs> we just gotta kill Zeha and nobody can get access. That's fair. Killing her isn't that hard. <laughs> no, it's really not. I already have radiation sickness. It's gonna... <gasps> I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die of radiation. <laughs> Perfect. The passcode is... Alright. As you guys all walk up, though, you watch Ninal, like, she just, she seems a little more, con- like, the longer you guys have been out of gunfight, she's getting more and more confident back in her own boots. And you watch her just walk up, she goes, 15 credits up well. And, like, almost immediately, you guys are, like, jumped on somebody, like, you see an android rush up, take her up for that, and uh, you guys all have a storage transport to ride up there. Fuck yes. Do we get to the ship? Are we skipping to getting the ship, or...? Yeah, we'll we'll say we uh, skip to get to the ship. All of you are boarding up on the ship, getting ready to take off. Like, it's not super rushed. Like, you're making sure you make no mistakes, but it's also you're not taking your time because you imagine so- you think somebody's coming after you. At least that's what you've said so far. And we have, like, an hour, so we don't want to, like, waste extra. Yeah. Well, an hour <laughs> for the AI, but you guys have also said multiple times you'd think the Farron yeah. is coming, so... Yeah, no. But well, we don't we don't know. Like it could be right. whoever the Vesk is it's working the for. It's the perfect combination of like there might be so someone coming people. after us. We don't have like all the time in the world. Let's just go. <laughs> the invisible yeah. people could have been on our yeah. on our tails this whole time. The invisible people have been there and listening the whole time. They know the code <laughs> to the box. <laughs> yeah. Once we get on the ship, though, Tetsu is going to look at Nanal as, like, everybody is, I think Aizen's the pilot, as Aizen's going up to, like, prepare to start the ship, and is going to kind of step in front of her and just say, are there any other aspects of your mission that are interfering with our own? Excuse me? Our job is to protect you, and you did not tell us the thing to know to protect you. I want to make sure that we're, we're on our way, like, we're, we're moving. We're on the ship. You're like ev- everyone's basically starting to boot up. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm going to. This is as Eisen's booting up the ship. Yeah. Yes. I will. I will pause then, and I will say he does have a good point, Nanal. However, if you don't mind, coordinates first. Sure. Should be easy enough. We're going to Absalom Station. Okay. Unless, and you see her kind of like think for a second, waves her arms out wide, as in like being kind of confident and cocky. You all want the Starfinder Society. Right? Yes. I'll answer for everybody. Like, sure. Yeah, no I'm not. Aizen is keeping his back turned to her on purpose of like, don't turn around, don't do the stupid thing. Start the ship! It's completely your choice, obviously, but I've dealt with the Starfinder Society a lot. You take me back to Absalom Station, I'll pay you, we'll go our ways. I don't know if they'll take you. You do, however, know a moon 
and where the distress signal came from. And you're willing to be along for the ride for that? Sure. You've protected me for now, and I'm more than happy to find out some stuff and not pay you. How far away is, is the moon, Aizen, from here? He'll, like, open the chart and spout whatever number he needs to you spout. You would know it's not very far. Absalom Station would, you'll probably drift travel to Absalom Station, for those who don't know of lore. Uh, Absalom Station is the only place you can drift travel from anywhere very quickly. It is basically, like, it has the Starstone in it, and it acts as a very huge drift beacon. And so, like, oh. you could be anywhere in the galaxy 100,000 light years away and drift travel there in a couple of days. That explains the home base <laughs> feel of it. Mm -hmm. Basically. But it would probably take about as long to go to Absalom Station as it would normal travel to the moon. Like, it's not very yeah. far. It's probably, it's less than a day away. Because it's, it's a moon of Leovara. Fine. We can um, go to the station, the moon after, but we have a job and we're entering the job by taking her elsewhere. Look, get us, get us out of this place. Get us out of Upwell. And just start moving away. I just want to be clear before we have a longer conversation. And I look at it. Agreed. I have plenty to say right now. So I would basically, we all, we all need rest. And we could, at the very well, least, take a night for ourselves. Well, no, it'll take a half day no matter where we're going. Tetsu? Yeah. Right. Tetsu, I need you to take a good look in the mirror. You need to rest. I understand I need rest. That's why we need to go to Absalom Station and not some other mission that we are not assigned to. We have a job. They're going to be upset if we don't do the job. If we risk the person we are protecting, she is and she the is job. Not telling us, she is the job who we need to get safe, not take to another dangerous place. If we have another job after this, that is fine. She's just standing there smiling. All right. Mm -hmm. Assuming that Aizen has set course and we're at the very least leaving and going at least like half, like just into space or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I've gotten us into space so that if anything pursues us, I can fly away. Yeah, I assume we're not just sitting around. Like, sure, we don't sure, need sure. to sit no. while we talk. No. Right. Len kind of folds his tentacles as, like, all this is going on. Nainal, what's your game here? What do, you, what do you want on the moon? This is just some kind service to us for helping you out so much, or? I particularly don't want anything from the moon. But I do know that you've acquired what I came for, what the Starfinder Society wants. Why do you want to undercut your boss? I don't want to undercut anybody, but you did your job honestly very well. I ex fully expected to be kidnapped, and if this helps you get into Starfinder Society, then I have some inside people. You said that we have Can something I... the Starfinder Society wants, and I hold up the black box. That was this the mission. Was not part of the job. Not Unfortunately, ours. Unfortunately, if we want that thing to stay alive, we're going to have to. It's going to get sacrificed. That's fine. This is their ship. Is it actually their ship? When we got it, they said something that like ab about the ship itself. Is is it actually it was owned a, by the Starfinder Society? It was an old Starfinder ship. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, but does that mean the... that it's still Starfinder or like was? Right. You guys can do some research into that if you want. But you, by her saying that, knowing it's an old Starfinder ship, you assume all like papers and rights are Starfinders. Okay, that's that's what I was. All right. Is it is it the Starfinder ship? Would it would it be if there was an AI that took over the ship? Is it still the Starfinders? I imagine they'd want it back. I can't afford to make them enemies. That's fine. Nobody wants to make the Starfinder Society an enemy. No, no. Why didn't you tell us? That has nothing to do with the moon. The moon is your choice. 
We just found that out. I clearly didn't know that would happen. And then she looks to Zehar. As far as why I didn't tell you, you knew what you needed to. No, we, did we didn't. Because when we got there... Protect we me, did get for me our out, job. get me somewhere. If I just protected you, if all of us just protected you and got you out, you would not have this box which you said was your mission. That is because somebody else failed their job. And we must know other people's jobs. Yeah, Eisen will second that. That's what I have a problem with. I don't have a problem with not being told about a secondary job. I have a problem with cleaning up other people's messes. Well, what I want I have their a pay as well. Knowing. You should have told us there was something. You cleaned it up voluntarily and, may I say, amazingly. But you weren't asked to. You actually did ask me, but that's pedantic at this point. Look, we're going to attach the AI to this ship so it's powered, and we don't lose it, because obviously that is somehow related to the mission. You're saying, Nanal, that if we come back with this AI, that is not enough? That is not enough to give us good terms and potential hiring or whatever everyone's goals are? I don't know. I'll put in a good word. You've performed quite admirably. I just know that the Starfinder Society is very big on exploration and saving their own history. That is their hit. Real quick, I wanted to say, as um, Zaha had mentioned attaching the AI to the ship, uh, she would have heard Moat's voice in her head again. They're bypassing the uh, speech of the um, uh, mask to speak directly. Let's download the data and wipe it from the AI before attaching to the ship. We don't want it to get there. Can't respond to you, can I? Not that I'm aware of. You see me kind of shake my head. <laughs> <laughs> How dare. Tetsu's just going to say, we go to Absalom. There's no reason to risk. I am hurt. Your mission is to get safe. You do not need to be risked. We need to complete the mission, and then we can do the other thing. It'll take no time at all to get back to Absalom Station. Let's rest, and then decide. Let's talk. It'll take no time to get to Absalom Station. Let's go there now, rest there, and come back. You see her give like a very small nod, and she's like, I just brought up a point. I have no care to go to the moon if you guys... Wish to go to Absalom. I'm in your steed. Let's go. Tetsu, doesn't take long to get to Absalom, but it takes time to get back. And if that moon is under any attack, that's the chance gone. Or locked down. That's what I was going to say, yes. I don't think we have time. Why don't you send the word to the station that we completed the mission and are on the way back? And then we can do other things. We could always report it, to be fair. Why don't we? I'm connecting the AI. Nenal, why don't you go retire and send word to Absalom Station? You would like me to. You're alive. It's the best way to show that you're alive. Okay. Shall I tell him we will be there very soon? Or a little less than soon? Just that we're headed back. Tell them about the moon and ask them. We should ask them. It's worthwhile to ask. We are nearby. Ask, yeah, sure. I was always told ask forgiveness. I mean, if the Starfinder Societies has a project, as Esni mentioned, then it's probably in their interests, and we are probably one of the closest people to that boon. So let's ask. If they don't want us, then we're not doing it. Like if they, We're doing this for the Starfinder Society, so if they want us to do it, we'll do it. If they don't, then there's no reason for us to. Agreed. Sure. I'll report back. 
Aizen specifically gives a look to Moat in that moment. I so I hopefully she I told her to like go retire, like go back to your room. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and she heads that way. Okay. Soon as she's gone, I'm attaching the AI. Okay. Very similar. You bring the AI up to the computer mainframe. This time you watch like six different HDMI cord looking tentacles kind of pop out of the <laughs> AI. They like find places to connect in and you watch this black box just kind of settle down on top of your kind of globish computer mainframe. Boom, boom, boom. Is it, looking at it, is it like, does it look fully integrated or is there like a proper way to integrate it so it's not just like this box sitting on top that someone can break? <laughs> it looks for all intents and purposes currently fully integrated. Like you can't imagine any other way to integrate it. And you hear connection successful. I am Grace. Grace. Ooh. Change voice pack. <laughs> <laughs> what does that stand for? Grace stands for General Robotic Artificial Computers Expert. Ooh. All right. How many books that you just made that up on the spot? <laughs> and what do you do, Grace? That's not suggested by your name. Sorry. That information is classified. Graceful. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the acronym again? Uh, the acronym is Grace, G-R-A-C-E, and then it is General Robotic Artificial Computers Expert. Okay. Um, he asked if you could ask on his behalf, as you seem to be its handler. Perhaps it'll respond better. While we have a moment without Nanal, Moat, I heard you, but I didn't think there was really a way to download it without first connecting it. Pardon? Uh, they well, wanted- Well, my mask- can handle significant amounts of data. So there was that. Yeah, I just, I don't know what is and isn't the safest right now. We have a lot of information about the Starfinder Society here and about potentially we can learn about the project if that's the, what they want from us, but I wanted to check in with everybody. Uh, we're going to rest. We're going to start heading in the direction of the moon because it can't hurt until we hear back. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just, stay in stasis for the night we're not going to move we're going to rest we can at least get to orbit if need be it sure. wouldn't be hard to divert afterwards i just want to we're brushing over something you starfinder society data what are you talking about what sort of data yes she made a copy of everything i took the information Why? because nanal was keeping information from us and i wanted to make sure that the Farron didn't get any left behind so you use the Ferenc AI to steal data from the Starfinder Society? And that's where I'm curious as well. Who and what is this AI and where it originates from? Because it sounds like the Starfinder Society just tried to steal something. I unless mean, it wasn't it the Ferenc. sound like it. They did attempt to. Sounds unless like they it succeeded wasn't the to. to begin with. From Tetsu's understanding of the Starfinder Society, they don't, like, that's not typically their thing is to, like, steal tech and this kind of stuff, right? As far as he's aware. Yeah, the Starfinder Society from like that all of you know of, at least on the surface that you've heard of, is not an inherently evil like corporation. Uh they will their main goal is to figure out what happened with the gap in Galarian. Other than that, they are upholding to nearly every, if not all, laws. Grace, do you recall were you in any location prior to the Silver Drake? Not that my memory recollects. Currently, I feel that I have been attached to this 
silver drake, you say, and then with you. Okay. What information do you hold, or what is your purpose? Classified. Would you like the information I downloaded? What information did you have prior to download? Sorry, that information is classified. By Why who? Why will you not answer me? Sorry, who is also classified. I won't answer, because that information is classified. Grace. Yes? Can you share your purpose? Yes, my purpose is a general robotic artificial computers expert. Eisen looks over at, at Zeha and quirks like a stony eyebrow. Um, I believe that's what she said her name. I can help your ship and the computers and the uh, uh, power. <laughs> Grace. You hear like a glitch. Sorry. Grace, are you okay? What was that glitch? Glitch. I am unsure of what you speak. I turn to everybody. Are we trusting to fully integrate this? Moat will um, run down to engineering and check on power levels for the ship. Try to check the systems and see if they're at top function or if there is a significant drain. Uh, Tetsu's just asking the same question again to see if the same response with the same glitch happens again. Okay. Power levels, Moat, as you kind of run down there, they seem to be operating at about 110%. And you hear Tetsu the same response without the glitch. Without. Without the glitch. I'm going to say, Grace, can you run a self-diagnostics and make sure that there's not any area that may have been damaged as you were transferred? Yes. Self-diagnostics beginning. Well, that's happening, Aizen. I assume, like, you moved to the captain chairs there, depending on, like, where this all is. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm standing in front of the mainframe. Uh, then, yes, I will I will have set the computer on autopilot at this point so that I can actually be part of the conversation without, like, yelling back or being over comms because I don't want, like, possibly Nanal to be hacking into this. Yeah. As all this is going on, you guys are kind of being, uh, you're watching Grace and, like, you see these just, the same blue and pink and red lines that have been going over the black box begin going kind of over your computer frame. Uh, you get the sense that Grace is running a self-diagnostic, and probably about two minutes into it, you hear, During self-diagnostic, I have found that there is someone approaching quickly. And you guys hear kind of this, like, whoop, whoop, like going off behind you, and that's where we're in the session. Oh, yeah. no. I knew it. No, nope. nope. fuck. I knew it. Turn.